Today on the Back Row Fantasy Show, we talk week five sits and starts, among other things, on the Back Row Fantasy Show, starting now. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker and Aaron Arms. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's barking to my left. I've got Neil. Good evening. And I've got Hux to my right. What's up? What's up? <laughs> no arms again tonight. He is driving back from Florida. Bastard. He kind of sucks a little bit. <laughs> he wanted to do a uh, 6 a.m. episode, and that's just not happening. So, we've got Neil and Hux mainstays anyways. Who needs arms? I do kind of miss him, to be honest. Just a little bit. Somebody to rag on. Just a little bit. I miss him just a tiny bit. So, arms, if you're out there, just know we're thinking of you. Thinking, thinking of you. I, mean, I kind of miss his voice. Can we, thinking, can we hear thinking it? Thinking of you. <laughs> I can't shake it. Go ahead. Am, I must be the wrong one. Oh, there arms, he is. arms, where is he? There he I is. I heard him. It's like a spirit in the studio. He says that a lot, too. Well, he doesn't admit to it a lot. Anyways, welcome. We've got a lot to talk about. Week five. Let's let's talk about the game last night first. Tyler Lockett. I don't want to talk about Tyler Lockett. Catch of the year. So catch far. of the year. It was that a was amazing. Catch. And I needed it that was a bad catch. And apparently, the probability of that catch was like very low. Yes, that's like something better than Chad Johnson could have done in his heyday. Because Chad was always really great about the sideline catches. It was pretty impressive. And I hate to admit it because he's one of the guys I hate on the most he's every really single good. week. And he he's, still didn't put up a monster night. He had a monster catch. Hey, his, point, like his he, points were enough for me. It wasn't, wasn't like he went, you know, seven for 100 yards in the touchdown. He went, what, four for 50 in a touchdown? It's, like, like, yeah, it's four and change, yeah. That's good. You know, Disley, nothing wrong with Disley that. Disley still finished ahead of him with four catches. Well, it's because Disley's the <laughs> man. He has, he's, he's looked really good. Well, that's a problem for me because every week I've got the Disley or Mark Andrews argument in my head. Like, which guy am I going to roll with? Am Why I going to go Disley? Disley? Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Mark Andrews plays good every week too. Like, I started Disley over him last week, but he only beat Mark Andrews by three or four points. That's just, it's just a good problem to have. It is, but it but it's also it also can be very tough to navigate on a weekly basis. So. I hate, I want my guys that I want to start and without even having to think and not, oh, do I go with Marquez Valdez Scantling? Well, then this just week? trade him for somebody's shit. And then- <laughs> in our league, you can't. I, I need to tie it in pretty bad. I'm starting, you know, trash. Everybody's afraid to trade. I, actually, we're going to talk some etiquette too. Let's talk about this game real quick and then we'll talk about some league trade etiquette. So the Seahawks are apparently for real. You beat a high-scoring Rams offense. Uh, Chris Carson, I cracked on him last night for averaging two and a half a carry. Yeah, that's what you get. And then the next thing I know, he's averaging five and a half a carry. Like, he's, he's, you know, Seahawks are pretty good. They've got a good team. I've tooted the Carson's horn all year long and offseason long. And he's, he's the mainstay there. So is it two games in a row now without a fumble? So maybe he's got that under control mm-hmm. now? Yeah, maybe he's got it figured out. He's got that. He's got, he's got it locked up. I'm tired of all the petty truthers out there. That, that ship sailed. I understand he might not be... Seeing that many snaps right now because he's still coming off of injury, but it's it's over. 
He's he's I mean, still he's a, he's a good backup to have. Oh, I mean, he is. But but as far as like the carry share, it's not going to be there. I think on most games, I think it'll be a it won't be as spread out as it was last night. But but yeah, I mean it's Carson's job to lose, yeah. and he's got to probably have multiple bad games to be yanked out of there. I love watching him run too. He runs so hard. Not like not like Marshawn Lynch hard, but he. I love watching him. Yeah. They're, they're good. I hate to even admit it because I'm not a Carson guy. I'm not a Lockett guy. I just feel like they're both uh, upper mid tier guys that people pay top tier prices for. So I got Lockett for AJ Green. That worked out pretty well. Yeah, it did. <laughs> worked out really well. But yeah, the Seahawks, they're for real. They won by a whole point over the uh, supposedly high flying offense of the Rams. Gurley's getting better. Gurley's getting more touches, kind of integrating back in. Do we? Do you think he's okay long term, like for the season? I guess not beyond. But is he? Is he going to be okay, Hux? Yeah, I think he's okay. Um, he was on the field from damn near the whole game for them last night, and I mean Malcolm Brown had one carry. Yeah, yeah, he he had that big two touchdown game, and after that. Nothing. Well, I, I tweeted out earlier today that in the Rams' three wins, they rushed the ball 86 times. In their two losses, they only rushed it 29 times. There you go. They need to run the ball. You have to be balanced. You have to have a balanced attack. And Goff threw the ball 117 attempts the last two weeks, and they've lost both games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Arms, meanwhile, and 105 says, in three games. So Arms, meanwhile, says that the Rams don't need Todd Gurley and can do it all on the pass. I must be the wrong one. You're <laughs> correct, Arms. You are. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, uh, to I mean, be fair, the whole game was Clay Matthews' fault. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can always look at that. Yeah, I mean, their their receivers obviously are. I mean, Cooper Cup is playing. I love out of that. His mind. Yeah. He, I mean, he's playing awesome. But yeah, I, I got a uh, Lambert. Poor, sad Lambert. Very <laughs> upset that he traded me. Uh, which was the deal I was worried about. I gave up Stephon Diggs, D.D. Westbrook, and I got back Cooper Cup. Michael Gallup and Preston Williams. And, and that, it's looking and, really good right now. And now, for me. And now he, doesn't, he doesn't even have digs. <laughs> now he doesn't even have digs. So he's like, man, he's like, can I get cut back? I'm like, no. no. Yeah, I, I, I thought he was stupid when he did the trade. He didn't need to do that trade. No, he didn't. We get bored. I, I get it. <laughs> Lambert gets bored. I used to get bored. Lambert's got a legit shot in that league this year. He did. Oh, yeah. I don't he's, know. If I mean, he's, he still does. Yeah. Think he still does. I mean, he's got a great defense. Well, I mean, obviously it hurts the production he's getting out of Juju right now. That'll come. It, I, it should. I, I, I can't, mean, I can't Rudolph wait. will get. He'll get better. Can't wait to get in that my bark book right here. <laughs> we are all having our problem. Like I'm having a problem with Ridley and all that. So we're all having this production problems. Yeah. yeah, Ridley. I got I got things to say about Ridley too. But let's let's dive into some trade etiquette because I've been seeing a lot of uh, people on Twitter posting about trade etiquette like so when, when you get a trade proposed to you and it's just straight garbage what do you do hux what do you do honestly it doesn't even bother me i hit reject and move on <laughs> no counter no i mean if it's straight garbage no, no I message mean, with I, it i i rarely put a message if it's straight garbage and i just think it's like I don't know. Like, I guess there are offers that are just 
Awful. Kind of in, insulting. Yeah, somebody yeah. slaps in the face. And well, yeah, look, every now and then, I'll I'll send one back that's just as bad, just yeah. for the hell of it. <laughs> that's that's always too tempting. Like, okay, well, this is what I thought of this trade. You jackass. Yeah. <laughs> you jackass. But, you know, a lot of the times, I just hit reject and move on. I don't send them a message like, "Oh, you're a dumbass. Why'd you send this?" Blah blah. No, I don't either. I, sometimes I'll send one that'll just be like, you know, not close. You know, like you're just not a, close. Yeah, place a feeler out there. You're yeah, like, the I, I'm interested in the sky. Yeah. But a lot of the times, I, I sit there with my jaw dropped because I'm like, listen, this, I hate when I say listen, obviously people are listening, but but when someone sends you that really terrible trade for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time in a row, yeah, like, don't, can't you feel out what a team owner is going to do? Like, if I, I know when I send a trade to you or Neil, I have a pretty good idea if you're going to accept or reject, you at least know what we need. You actually, uh, that's what that's the main thing that I, I'd always harp on. Is like you can look at the, somebody's team and say, "Hey, this guy has no receivers. He needs a wide receiver," and yet they're trying to sit, send you like four waiver wire running backs or something like that. It's like, yeah, that's how the team need exactly, and and not just that. Like it's uh, God, I wish I, I maybe I should pull up one of the last ones I got, but there's just some that it's like, who in their right mind is going to do that? And then, next part, what do you do? Do you do the same thing as Hux when you get a really bad deal? Do you just basically reject it and move on? Is well, that- there's certain teams in our in our you know, league of record that, yeah, they send off like those random trades to me that are awful. I just go and reject them. But if I'm trying to, you know, compose a deal with somebody, I usually just use Messenger or something like that to get the ball rolling that way. That's a better way of doing it, in my opinion. Instead of throwing out insulting offers. Yeah, like, uh, let me see. I know I had one. Where is it at? Yeah, I'm trying to look. (laughs) There's a lot of bad ones on there. There is. There's so many to go through. I wish we had Denny's access to see the ones that, you know, that are just offered and rejected. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's here's one. Uh, Kalen Bellage, Anthony Miller, who's just tearing it up right now. Not. (laughs) Albert Wilson, who can't sniffed the field and Devondre Campbell best part of the whole deal Devondre Campbell and a second and a third so basically single digit points per game single digit points per game no points per game and a good linebacker and a couple picks from Miles Sanders Cooper Cup and Hassan Reddick who's tearing the world up right now what do you expect me to do with that offer Ponder. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh, Kalen Balazs on the Dolphins, the high-flying offense of the Dolphins? No. <laughs> no. Get that out of here. Get it out of here. I can't just know. It's a waste of time because I get excited when I see a trade proposal. Me too. I just got one a few minutes ago <laughs> like, and I got yes. excited. Like, woohoo, trade. You said, you said Kalen Balazs. I had to go make sure it wasn't for me. <laughs> this is a different league you're talking no. about. Well, have, yeah, no. I, I sent out a an offer yesterday <laughs> that's pretty offering bad. Caleb Balazs, but it wasn't that bad. He rejected it. But Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll give a little something for a guy like Caleb Balazs, but it's not going to be a productive player right now. It'd be like Malcolm Brown. Yeah, I'll give you Malcolm Brown. You want to bank on Todd Gurley going down? You can have Malcolm Brown. I'll take Caleb Balazs. Something along those lines. But also, uh, when you do – okay, here I'll, I'll lead it up with this. When you see a deal go down in your league and you're like, I would have given so much more yeah. than that if I just knew. Oh, I see it all the time. If this guy was available. Yeah, if I it, just yeah. knew that he was on the block or if I just knew that he was available. So 
good friend of the show, Matt Bruning, in our my set number two league of record, New Blood. He he made a trade the other day, like Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. He dealt them for like Jacoby Brissett and a couple good pieces. It wasn't a terrible trade, but I was like, man, like if I'd have known that those Denver running backs were available, I could use some running back depth and a possible starter in Philip Lindsay. And I would have gave so much more. So I messaged him. I was like, dude, you have got to advertise when players like that, <laughs> like you're trying to move. Now, he had a good rebuttal. So normally I get really mad at those kind of deals. But he had a really good rebuttal to me. And he's like, he's like, well, he's like, so-and-so wanted those Denver running backs from me and made a starting offer. And we countered back and forth until that came. I was like, okay. That's fine. That happens. I do that. Yeah. I end up trading a guy that I didn't throw on the block, so okay, I get that. Yeah, I get that a lot between me and Lambert, especially. I'm, <laughs> I'm just being an asshole, basically. So trade etiquette's a big thing. Like it, it can it can make or break some leagues. Like right now our league of record has a few guys that toss out straight garbage and sometimes it's frustrating it'll make me stay off the league for two or three days because I'm like, I can't even look at this league because <laughs> I don't want Kalen Balazs for Cooper Cup. I'm done with this league for a couple days. So, that's very frustrating. Trading, trading ain't easy. No, trading no, ain't easy. Not. That's why it's always the same partners. It seems. <laughs> we Be- believe it or not, me and Arms just did a trade in another league, not the league of record, but a different league. He just accepted. Did it, Did it involve Raider or high state players? Uh, no, <laughs> it involved. I need I needed a quarterback bad in this league. All All I have is Jacoby Brissett. He has a bye next week. I have nobody else. Right. I traded, which this seems, I mean, I don't know. I traded Rashad Penny, Hawkinson. Oh, I know that deal. It it just happened. He asked me about that. Ten minutes ago. Yeah, and you got Russell Wilson. And a round two for Russell Wilson. I know all. Yeah. I I mean, I thought it was pretty good for me. It upgraded me at quarterback. I I like it. And I I had the, you know, I had the depth to get rid of those players, so. Yeah, and arms didn't. So that was a deal that worked out both ways because he's like, what do you think? And I was like, I... I would probably do that if you You're if you need probably depth. the reason why he took it because yeah. arms is very <laughs> difficult to trade with. He is, but I told him the key the magic words on that one were, you know, what what does your depth situation look like at skill positions? He's like not good, and I'm like okay, well I would do it then because a good quarterback is easier to acquire than potential good running backs and wide receivers. So. I need to look at this league sometime. I'm not in it. I'd love to see it. But, uh, but, yeah, I thought it was a good deal both ways. Those are the kind of trades that are beautiful. Deals that are good both ways. So that's what I try to do when I offer a trade to anybody is find something that helps them and helps me. I don't try to rip people off. Like, I'll throw a bad offer every once in a while, and somebody will be like, that, that was garbage. And I'll be like, was it? And I'll look, and I'll be like, eh, yeah, that's pretty it. bad. Yeah. That wasn't the best. That's, that's, uh, that's my bad. That's on me. So... Week five. Let's start talking about it. I, I'm I'm pretty excited. Week five. This is crazy. Yeah, it's almost over, boys. That's how. It, that's <laughs> I mean, how, we're almost a third of the way through the season. That's how it works every single time. This is how it goes. This, this this is what happens. We get excited for football, and then you know when it feels like we've won a couple fantasy games, we're at the midway point of the season, and it's it's sad. It's almost too stressful because fantasy basketball is not worth a damn. DraftKings basketball. Yeah, I, I love fantasy basketball, yes, but I don't get as angry. Yeah. Hey, we got uh, – all right. So we're going to dive into some listener questions. First, I'm bouncing all over the place just because we're going live on the stream. Twitch, 
Facebook, Twitter. If you want to watch it live, it's there. So Quinn Sullivan, carry on Johnson uh, on a buy. Who do I pick? Peyton Barber, Duke Johnson, or Daryl Williams? I personally like Duke Johnson, Daryl Williams. Uh, so, Damon Williams is supposed to be back. I'm going. I'm going Duke. Okay, so hopefully you're still watching. <laughs> I've got Daryl Williams. I thought he played really well last week. He did. Hux has Duke Johnson, who would be my second pick, because if you look at the yards per carry average, Duke Johnson is the best running back on that team yards per carry. That's exciting to me a little bit because I don't think Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde's one nicky knack injury away from Duke Johnson. You know, getting more carries, whether they'll keep him in that position or not, I don't know. Who you got, Neil? I also have Duke, but I've been a fan of his for a minute now, and but he's of course under Chief Force. Like I seem like he's not even getting enough usage, which Troy pisses me off. Yeah, he's not. I mean, he looked pretty good last week, and he I think better. They got a uh, that matchup with Atlanta this week is the highest over under, and I just they're going to put up points. I think he'll be used. This yeah, week. I hold on everything. Cool. Now, if you are watching on Facebook. Just so you know, if you have any listener questions, comments, anything like that, uh, watching the stream on YouTube or Twitch will get you into the chat room. We don't really have access. We have access to the Facebook, but it makes you watch the video. I don't want to watch myself. So the second question from Carson, one of uh, Neil's favorite names, Carson Roulette. Roulette's one of my favorite games ever. Love Vegas. Who do I start? Pick three. Pick three of these guys. Godwin, Thielen. Philip Dorsett, Cortland Sutton, Marquise Man. Brown. I'm going Godwin. I want that problem. <laughs> Godwin, Thielen. Dorsett's probably a hot one, too. Brown? I don't know. I, <sighs> Who was the other Dorsett? And... Dorsett, Sutton, and Hollywood Brown. Sutton's a good one, too. Sutton's See, Sutton's mine. Sutton and Godwin are guys that I don't sit if at all possible, I, got, I have I have Godwin, Sutton, and Thielen because I think Thielen after the debacle over last weekend will get fed the ball. I I was getting ready to say the same thing, so it's Godwin, Thielen, Sutton for me. It's Dig, a good problem. Diggs is is Diggs in or out? Diggs is I think he's they probable. said he's going to play. Yeah, he's yeah. going to play probably most likely. My only worry is that Diggs could have the bigger game, but Dorsett's hit and miss, and Hollywood Brown's hit and miss right now. So it's Godwin, Thielen, and Sutton for me. Stick with your stick with your name. Hollywood only, only really had the one big game. And he's got Allen Robinson. He said, I'm passing on Allen Robinson, too. Chase Daniel looked good, but I don't know if Chase Daniel is going to make Allen Robinson much better. So Godwin, Thielen, Sutton from all three of us. Nice. We, we can agree on something. Arms, who would you have? I, I have Dorsett, Hollywood Brown, and Allen Robinson. Am, I must be the wrong one. That's correct, Arms. You are Arms, the wrong one. Arms is off tonight. I you mean, are I mean. the weakest link. Goodbye. That's good. Yeah. Okay, Let's uh, until we get any more listener questions, let's go ahead and dig into some starts and sits because I'm excited to talk about them. Arms, you ready to, you ready to talk about them? Uh, yeah, week four starts and sits. Am, I must be the wrong one. <laughs> That's correct. You are wrong. It's week, week five, Arms. It's week five. Week five, five. Week yeah, five buddy. Cool. Chill out. Okay, so uh, go ahead, Hux. Lead us off. Who, who's a guy that you – who's the first guy that you picked out as a start this week? Like you're going through – Going through your game tape. I mean, going through your notes, getting ramped up. To, Sixty to, hours of game tape. Yeah, to, you're getting amped up to to give that big intro on the back row show. Like, hey guys, how's it going? Who who is the guy that got you that? Well, I mean, up? you're not sitting this guy anyways. But I I love Deshaun Watson this week. Like I already mentioned, highest over under with 49, and just against Atlanta, they're just 
they're a mess on defense. I feel like it's an over also. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I like both sides of that game, Matt Ryan also. But, I mean, if you not – I don't know. I guess if you don't, if you, you're not going to sit Watson, obviously. Well, no. no. But he's my favorite quarterback this week, so. Watson is? Yeah. Okay. I think he was last week, too, and he burned me. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the theme, but I'll wait for Neil. Neil, who who do you have? Uh, well, a, may, maybe quarterback. Maybe we keep the QBs well, running. Yeah, we'll go around the QBs. I'm going basically, I'm going on the fact, like, the matchup, obviously, but I'm going with Andy Dalton. Yeah, he sounds like trash, but the Cardinals are also trash. Cardinals, yeah. are, Cardinals are straight garbage on defense. Yeah, they're 30th and fancy points a lot to QBs. Mm-hmm. And he, he's a really good sleeper for if you're really desperate, maybe during the bye week currently, or injuries like I currently am susceptible to. And he's like 5,700 on DraftKings. On draft yeah. I'm not sure what his, the ownage is on him there. He's going to be higher owned. Yeah, I figured he would be yeah. for that price. Yeah. But I think that's a great start this week. Yeah, it is. The over-under is 47 on that game, which is top two or three on the slate. So, yeah, they're expecting the Bengals put up some points this week. I think both of them are going to, to be honest. Yeah, I mean it. I the over is going to hit on that game, yeah. I believe. Also, but yeah, Dalton, Dalton's a good play this week. Like if you have Stafford on by, if you have you know if you have those two, like me, like poor Josh Allen is yeah, hurt, not on play. Hurt. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate that, but I'm I'm glad at the same time no one took my pick. So thanks, Jackie. My girl Jackie said I don't like football, but I'm here to support the dummy in the red shirt. <laughs> Speaking of with which. Uh, get ballsy is what my shirt says. Um, I don't really care for the fact that it says get ballsy, but ball blast, ball blast podcast. We met those girls in, uh, Canton, Ohio for the Midwest expo. So showing support, uh, me, I got Carson Wentz this week as my QB start of the week. I, the Titans have a, not the Titans, uh, Jets. the Jets have a decent defense, but they're 25th against the pass. So Carson Wentz, Alshon looked good coming back. Uh, Miles Sanders is starting to kind of hit a stride, not like a big-time, big-game-every-week stride, but he's starting to play well. I just think that Carson Wentz uh, takes advantage of a really bad Jets situation. Sam Darnold's out, so they're rolling with Luke Falk. Is that who it is? Yeah. Rolling with Luke Falk again. So I, I... there's going to be a lot of three and outs for the Jets. Carson Wentz is going to have a lot of time on the field. That He may necessarily not have a great game QB rating-wise, but he's going to have a ton of opportunity to get to 300 yards and a couple touchdowns. I think it's a lock that he throws for a lot of yards and at least a couple scores this week. So Wentz is, Wentz is my safe pick of the week right now for quarterback. But this is sheer number of snaps we're going to see <laughs> due to the three yeah. and outs and such. Yeah. Now they don't have a, a plethora of good weapons at wide receiver right now. Deshaun Jackson's still out. Come on, Matt Collins. I need more Matt Collins. Actually. I like Matt Collins, but <laughs> I just don't. Maybe this is J. Jaws' week. I hope, but I don't know if J. Jaws. I need Mac to do soon. good this week. Let's go, Mac. You you have to start him in the league. Yeah, and Brill because of injuries. I've been there. I've, I've had, had Hilton and Brown. So <laughs> Brown screwed me. Then Hilton's hurt. <laughs> Our, our boy Bart Wiseman. Radio sure ain't what it used to be. No, it's not. <laughs> Anybody can do it now. So, Hux, moving on. Let me ask a question before you give a pick. This week, since it's a back and forth every single week, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin this week? Or both? Um, I mean, I like both. 
and I'm, I would lean Chris Godwin. Marshawn Lattimore is going to most likely cover Evans. So Godwin's got the better matchup. Yeah, I'd fire so both I, of them. I would lean. Yeah, I I'll fire both of them up, but I lean Godwin. I I would love to own both of them in every league. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would fire them both up every single week with no fear. Like everybody, everybody gets scared of owning two guys, two wide receivers on the same team. I'm not that guy. If it's a team that throws enough and has enough volume. In the passing game, give them both to me. I'd be, I'd be scared of the Falcons right now unless he has Sanu as one of those two. <laughs> Sanu's playing well. Oh, yeah, he is. That's You guys are bringing up so much that I have written down to get to. So, But Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, definitely both for me. Because Winston's throwing up 300-plus yards. So, And they're going to have to throw the ball again this week. They're not running on the Saints. It's no. in New Orleans. They're going to have to pass to keep yep. up. Yeah. Even, you know, even with Bridgewater, I think you know Tampa Bay's defense is crap, so <laughs> – it's going to be another one of them high-scoring games, and Winston's going to have to throw 40-plus times to keep him in it. Agreed. Who's your next uh, Who's your next start? Um, running back, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones with Jamal Williams out. Um, and, I mean, as good as he's been this year, I mean, he's up there in the top of touchdowns. But um, – I think he's going to be a big part of the Packers' offense to hang with Dallas this week. Considering the wide receiver injury. Yeah, and you know, Devontae Adams out also. Yeah. It's going to be Jones and Graham, probably. Jones, Graham, Scantling. Jones and Graham. How you been? <laughs> Geronimo <laughs> Allison. You just you I mean, sniped me. Marquez Valdez, Scantling's a must start this week. I think so, it too. Even if you have him, obviously. Must You'd have start. to be sacked, not to start him. Yeah, and I almost, I almost am. Like, I had him. I was really considering <laughs> against Arizona – Firing up Tyler Boyd and Alden Tate because mm-hmm. Alden Tate is now the number two till AJ Green gets back. John Ross is out for what it eight at weeks least, minimum. Eight weeks minimum. There's also reports today that he might actually be. I think there's reports he got put on the IR. He is. He's on the IR. Yeah, he's I on just, IR. I, just I don't know if it was, was the, the yeah exactly eight week one designation right. to return. Carson Roulette asked another quick question. He said, uh, Wentz or Ryan? Obviously, I was going Wentz. Do, do either of you go Ryan? I prefer, I prefer Matt Ryan. but I'm a Wentz. That's like saying you prefer natural light over you know, a <laughs> good, good quality beer. <laughs> <On> the- <laughs> I prefer the- great value over the actual Oreos. It's cheaper. Wow. Somebody, Matt Ryan's got a better matchup. You ever heard the term? I mean, not a better matchup. I, just think, I think Matt Ryan's going to have to throw the ball more. I think when I think the Eagles could get up and run the ball the whole game, but Matt Ryan's gonna have to throw the ball for to, them to hang with Houston. To get up, they're gonna have to. It score. could go through, it, right. or it could be another three touchdown Jordan Howard week. Yeah, but Jordan Howard scores mostly through the air these days. <laughs> Bada bing. <laughs> Bada boom. <laughs> All right, Neil, give me another start. I won um, the low hitting fruit route and picking Joe Mixon. I think he's gonna have a very stellar performance against the Cardinals. He's I a- am not sure if I can buy him right now. This is the week two by him. He's going, it is. He's only going to see 20, 25 touches in this game easily. If, he should, if, yeah. If Bengals can't win this game, it's just over. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much over anyway, but I think Mixon's a safe bet this week. I want to believe that he's a safe bet. I'm just, I'm having a hard time buying yeah, that, that offensive line. Yeah, that offensive line's garbage. Up, they cannot open up running lanes. It may be the worst in the league. <laughs> it's right yeah, up there. And they, they supposedly upgraded. Like they supposedly yeah. got upgrades all off season, and I'm not seeing I'm not seeing the results of those upgrades. So Mixon, I, I'm all about selling him right now. 
I'm all about selling Joe Mixon. If I had him, I would have sold him, yes. I mean, you could sell him, but are you going to get his worth? I mean, he's going to eventually bounce back. He's a good running back. Mm-hmm. He is a good running back. I just I just think selling now would be too low. Kenyon Drake's a good running back, too, but I, it's <laughs> uh, he's, mine. It's different. Not that much. <laughs> the team has one good player, <laughs> and it's on the defensive side. <sighs> Who, Miami? Yeah. Taco Charlton? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they picked up off waivers? <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so all right, who's who's next on the you. Okay, thank you. Uh Golden Tate. I think Golden Tate I think if you were savvy enough to draft him in redraft leagues, because you could get him super late. Everybody's afraid of that four game suspension. Like as long as you draft some depth, that four game suspension is not gonna hurt you that much. And then when he comes back, it's gonna be a boost for your team. I have him in every single redraft league I'm in, which unfortunately is way too many. So Golden Tate, to me, I think he's going to step right in. Daniel Jones is going to find him often. I think he gets. I think he catches six to seven balls, eighty yards, and I think that's a good return for Golden Tate. I mean, that's a cool 13, 14 points. I expect that range easily out of him. Yeah, I don't expect like anything massive. Like and six crazy. and six and something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go over hundred and score two touchdowns. But he, he's going to be a, a fine wide receiver three this week. Yeah, I like Golden Tate this week. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the Tates. I'm gonna go with Auden Tate. I think you can fire him up anywhere, you know, season long. DraftKings. He's only thirty five hundred on DraftKings. He's almost a. I hate to say he's a must play, but he almost is just to plug him in and just try to because he's gonna be popular. If you say his ownership has to be high. Yeah, I looked at the projections uh, earlier, and right now he's projected around like twenty eight percent, which is the highest. He's the projected the highest wide receiver this week. But, I mean, he's got 16 targets last two weeks. No John Ross this week. Playing the Cardinals. I mean. I, I love him I right would now. start him over, you know, some guys that have tougher matchups. Like, is Gallup playing this week for Cowboys? He is. Yeah. I would start him over Gallup against, you know, Packers have a, a I, I outstanding secondary. I wouldn't go that far. I would. <laughs> Gallup looked like the best wide yeah, receiver Yeah, but the Packers the secondary is one of the best in the league. It is. But so, I mean, I'm just saying. Or if I you bet, have, like, a Marvin they, Jones on a bye, you can plug him in there. I bet the Packers haven't game planned from, for Gallup, though. Why wouldn't they? It was just, I mean, he's probably going to play. Uh, we all know it's going to be Randall Cobb there. He's... <laughs> <sighs> Give to his old revenge team. game. Yeah, it is. the narrative's there. Yeah, it is. It don't always work out that way. No but the narrative is there. Neil, who you got? I have um, Cortland Sutton. He has our sixty points through um, four weeks, which is pretty stellar. And it seems like his worst week was against Chicago, and he still has seven targets and you know four for forty there. So it's not terrible. Uh, I have to. I have to actually start Flacco this week. Wow, that's sad because Josh that Allen. Is, you know what I mean? Sad. Yeah. <laughs> But I think the Suns are very valuable. Yeah, he's, he's he's been very consistent with his targets. Yeah, they've all been there, like I said. But the worst games against Chicago. Besides as, that, as bad as Denver's been, I mean, Flacco has, you know, Sutton and Sanders have have both been right. really good for fantasy. So, truth, absolute truth. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick to the wide receiver narrative. Uh, De- Deontay Johnson has looked he has really looked real good. good. And Deontay Johnson, uh, somebody's got to be the guy there. I, we know it's Juju, but for Juju to succeed, someone else has to step up. And Deontay Johnson, he's got a TD touchdown. He's got a touchdown in each of his first two starts. 
And to me, he's he's an ascending player. James Washington couldn't get those touchdowns. No. Uh, no. Dante Moncrief couldn't get those touchdowns. <laughs> you you bring in Deontay Johnson, and, and there you go. Was it Arms that was making the argument that because James Washington, James Washington, and Mason Rudolph played together, that I, I think I mentioned it. Was it you? I wasn't really arguing, but I think I thought that James Washington would kind of step up right. with Rudolph just because they have that connection. But if the talent's not there, then <laughs> I guess it's not going to work out, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, Deontay. I mean, and Jimmy Smith's out again for Baltimore, so that secondary is still banged up. So yeah, I like I like that play. I like I like the Steelers this week. Mason Rudolph's looking good. I, I've got him on my uh, my plays too. He he just seems to get a little bit better each game, and uh, he's his stats per start much better than Ben's. He's gonna get you at least twenty points, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. So Mason Rudolph, I'm not afraid of him. I love Deontay Johnson. I traded Jarvis Landry basically for him in a league and a first. Uh, there was more to it than that, but I'm I'm really happy with my return on that trade at the moment. Go ahead, anybody. Give me a give me a start. I will go for um, Dawson Knox versus the Titans. You sniped me. <laughs> you sniped me. He's he's been used an awful ton. Uh, obviously, Allen ain't gonna be there this week probably. But I assume Barkley's going to be looking his way. Yeah, he'll he'll check down to him. <laughs> yeah, between this, uh, probably just a this is salt. There's like forty snaps of uh, just running backs going to town and uh, and checkdowns. Yep, that's all I see. Yeah, it's, I would just if I was Buffalo, I would just keep it as safe as I could with Barkley, and just run the ball, pass it to Knox Beasley over the middle. I wouldn't play John Brown this week. I just, no, I he's, like he's a sit. Well, well, something about the competition too. Uh, the Titans. They give up touchdowns to the tight end. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. Three, three out of four games, they've given up a touchdown to the tight end. And that fourth game where they didn't was against Austin Hooper, and he went over 100 yards on him. So the, the tight end can burn Tennessee. Tennessee's got a good defense, but tight ends look good against them. Uh, like I said, we got Matt Barkley. He's, he's probably going to find Knox pretty often if I had to take a guess at it. I don't know if he'll have a big, you know, total receptions game, but. Five for seventy-five in a touch. Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm hoping for four for sixty yeah. or something. This, this anything. Yep, seems totally within yep. reason. Absolutely. I'm gonna go with a sit. Is that okay? Can we I do sit? Kind of want to get the starts out of the way, oh. just because I've got one page of starts, one Mister. page of sits, and uh, go ahead. Basically, uh, here I'll give you one of these Ross Gellers. <laughs> Stands for uh, F U Hux. Yeah. All right. I'm well, just, you I'm go ahead. Playing. You I'm go sorry. ahead and do a start then. I don't have one. What? I do, but well, I'll give another. One. I'll give another one. I'm I'm feeling good about him. So David Johnson, obviously, don't sit your studs. I just want to mention him against the Bengals. He's going to tear it up. David Johnson's <laughs> going to absolutely tear it up through the air and on the ground. So don't worry about David Johnson. I'll get on the one real quick before I pass the torch. Um, quarterback again, Kyle Allen. I'm still not afraid to start Kyle Allen. He's got 118.3 quarterback rating versus Cam's 71% quarterback rating. Uh, Kyle Allen has four touchdowns in the two games he started to Cam's zero in two games that he started. The offense is a little bit better with Kyle Allen. I hate to say it. I'm having to start him in one league. I, I, I wouldn't be afraid of him. I'm not saying absolutely go start him. I'm saying... If you 
got Jacoby Brissett needs on by, hopefully you got Kyle Allen. If you've got Luke Falk, don't do it. Uh, don't bank on uh, Marcus Mariota yeah. after a decent game. Like, go ahead and roll with Kyle Allen. I have, I have um, Allen, Big Ben, and Breeze all hurt. So, I mean, hurt or on by. Yeah. So, I still like Kyle Allen. He, he is proving to be a really solid waiver pickup if you got him. So, go ahead, Neil. Who you got? For, for sits or starts? Sits. Starts, I'm sorry. I'd have no more starts. I'll go one more start. Okay. I, I do, to keep with Carolina, I got Curtis Samuel as a start. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's not playing. And he's 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 got the eighth most air yards through the first four weeks. So, they're I mean, they're throwing the ball deep to him. You know, it hasn't translated to a whole lot of, you know, big production, but they're trying. He's one of the few people that are actually getting targets other yeah, than I, C-Mac. He's got a good matchup this week. I like that. Uh, I'm going to throw in Edo Smith, and, and not just as a st- – I'm not saying he's a must-start. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm saying that Devontae Freeman is averaging like 3.3 <laughs> a carry, 3.2 a carry, something awful. That dude's a bum. He he is. He <laughs> is, He's breaking down. I mean, I called it well before the season that don't draft Devontae Freeman high. He's breaking down. I know he's young. But he's just had too many nicky knack injuries, and they're starting to pile up. He's breaking down. Ito Smith, meanwhile, is averaging 5.7 yards a carry. I know it's on limited work. I think he's had 14, 15 carries. 13 carries. Um, but he's got two and a half more yards per carry. And Ito Smith, while I don't think he's a, a game difference maker or anything like that, I think it's time to pick him up in leagues. He was on waivers in a bunch of leagues I'm in. I think it's time to pick him up. I think he's going to be starting sooner than later. So, Edo Smith is a guy I'm keeping eyes on this week. Take it away, someone. <laughs> we'll start on sets. Already got some more starts. I got a few more starts. Go ahead and go, but I like to talk. Let's you go. Want, you want me to just burn through them then? Burn through them. Well, I mean, we're, we're well, I guess we are almost oh. 40 minutes through the show. Yeah. So, Devo- again, we Devo- can talk forever. So, Devontae Adams is out. Mark, I said it again, MVS, start him. Uh, Diggs, he's supposed to be in. I actually like him over Thielen. Uh, Deontay Johnson already mentioned him. Sutton, Cortland Sutton's heating up. He's coming off a two-touchdown game. I, I'm not going away from Cortland Sutton. No, I, th- I no. think as the season goes on, he's going to move his way up the rankings. If you drafted him late in redraft because he was available in a, like 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, 11th round, I grabbed him everywhere I could. I think he's a great play this week. Phillip Rivers I like as a quarterback this week if you're having a hard time deciding between QBs that range from, you know, 7 to 12 range, 7 to 20 range. Gallup, I still like him. Play him. Last one I got, we'll move to sits. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack's a great play this week. I know they play KC. What about his injuries? Huh? It might be more of a Heinz show this week. I I thought I saw that Mack was in. I thought I saw that he's good. He's practicing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. I'll look it up. If he is in, either one of them, Hines as well, uh, Kansas City gives up massive yards per carry to running backs. They Through four weeks, here's the four running backs they faced. Here's their yards per carry. Carry on Johnson, 4.8 a carry. Fournette, 5.1 a carry. Josh Jacobs, 8.3 a carry. And then uh, against Baltimore, they gave 6.4 up to Ingram and 7.6 yards of carry up to Gus, the gummy gator, <laughs> Edwards. I just figured Chiefs would be up anyway, so it's going to be more of a hind show. They may, but last week we saw, you know, them actually have to play a full yeah. game. So if, if the Colts give them a 
even three quarters of a game of competition, whether it's Mac or Hines, either one of them, I'm comfortable firing up. Now we can go to sits, Hux. For the love Good of God. God. To bring more to the table. Next time. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, who's so important? You gotta where's talk the, about. Where's that Hux? I must be the wrong one button. <laughs> Where is that? I'm just we kidding. can make one. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hux. Take it away. Well, let's answer. You know what? Let's answer some questions let's first. Go ahead. So, real quick, rate my team, Carson Rollett again. He wants help this week. Rate, rate his team. Matt Ryan, to me, that's like a, a B plus, I guess. James Conner, Lev Bell, that right now is, is probably only a, what, C plus right now? Conner's not tearing the world up. Lev Bell's last not week. tearing. I mean, not running. He scores points. I mean, the other way too. I mean, Jalen Samuels is kind of lurking. I worry a little bit. Yeah, plus because uh, plus Connor got a little, he got beat up last week too. He did, but they he already got, said he he's going to play. Up. So Thielen, Godwin, uh, Ertz, Marquise Brown, kicker. Don't know why you threw that in there, Carson. Uh, Wentz, Barkley. Uh, your team's good. Yeah, Galladay, Sutton. Dorsett, Robinson, that's a good team. I mean, I give it a B plus. The only reason I wouldn't give it an A is I'm not 100% sold on the running backs right now. Kind of dicey. Uh, Jay Kelly on YouTube asked, Gore or Sony Michelle? Man, I I don't. That's actually tough because I, I I think Gore's will see some action. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Gore. Sony Michelle's been. Mediocre? Is it fair yeah. to say he's been mediocre? Y'all go just because you don't know which New England back is going to get the work. Yeah. James White, probably. But Yeah. I'm going Gore. Luckily, we have people helping us out. So, Gore or Boyd, I go Boyd. That matchup against Arizona is too tasty. Boyd, yep, Boyd, for sure. Go ahead. Give us a sit, Hux. Bring more questions if you're listening. That, that, that's fine with us. Um, One quarterback said I got down and... As good as he's been this year, and I already mentioned the Green Bay secondary, I'm sitting Dak this week. I think it's going to be the Zeke show. I agree. Uh, Green Bay's third against the pass, and I just I just think they're going to try to feed Zeke as much as they can. Well, they have to uh, after last week when Zeke's performance wasn't the best. No. Yeah. I mean, it, it was pretty bad. But, yeah, I, I just – obviously in redraft season, you know, season-long leagues, you're – you might not have a, a better option than Dak, but just because of the of the production he has put up this year. But Dak or Kyle Allen this week? I'd get Kyle Allen on that one. Dak. There you <laughs> I, go. I, I think Dak too. I don't love him as a play this week, but he does get Gallup back. They are playing the Packers. The Packers could get ahead. It could be one of those garbage time points. Yeah, I mean, things. but but the, the Dallas Cowboys could be that like super high powered offense they were in the first handful of weeks. They could Gallup back. the the over under is like forty six, I think forty six, forty seven in that range, and I don't think the spreads very much either. Like three, four. It's three. So, I mean, it's three points. Three. So yeah. another question: Shepard Sterling or Hollywood Brown? I go Sterling Shepard this week. I'll go Brown just for the boom potential. I like Shepard. Yeah, I'll, safe, I'll still pick Shepard. Safe floor. Yeah. I like the floor. I'm a floor guy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give you a sit, Calvin Ridley. I we we had such high hopes for Calvin Ridley going into the season. 
the honest to God truth is there's no one worth playing right now in Atlanta outside of Ryan, Julio Jones, and Austin Hooper. It seems like even Julio's numbers haven't been all there. He's got four touchdowns. Those yeah, are saving the, one, yeah, the, the one time he's actually getting touchdowns. Yeah. He, yeah. But his yardage, he's in like got like two hundred and thirty some yards, I think, over four it, games. It's, it's, it's really crazy. I don't know like, where are these points coming from. Is that's why you're trying to th- wrap your head around. Yeah. Well, like, he's just he's spread them out over four games. He hasn't yeah. had a like. Seems like he's had solid games. They've involved touchdowns, but Calvin Ridley, man, until he can, until he can string together a couple good games, I'm worried about starting Calvin Ridley right now. So. Uh, Dan Rozier, back row writer, has serious question. Hux, do you trust Kirk Cousins at 5,300 on DraftKings this week versus the Giants? Cheers. Uh, do I trust him? No. But Nor Price is there. I actually have him as one of my sits, but the Giants are terrible. So, yeah, I mean, and the, price, the price is good. You can get Andy Dalton for, for that 5, price. 300. Yeah, go Andy Dalton. So, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're wanting to be different, because Cousins isn't going to be very owned so i mean i guess if you're wanting to go against the ownership then i still would probably try to find somebody else i don't disagree with that at all i, I actually like neil's suggestion i'd rather start andy dalton i don't know how much he costs on draft right dalton's now. 57 I'll pause, I'll pause 53. yeah i'll pay the extra honestly just looking that. at the pricing 5300 cousins i would pay 100 less than play bridgewater yeah yeah uh, question from the same guy, Jay Kelly. What about Chris Herndon for the future? I love Chris Herndon for the future. There is not a wide receiver in New York, Jets-wise, that is really doing a whole lot. But you love Robbie? Great. I do like Robbie, <laughs> but he's never been that consistent. And Chris Herndon was really good last year. I think Herndon is a very savvy pickup. Like, get him as soon as you can. Because as soon as Darnold and Herndon yeah. are on the field together, Herndon's going to be a... a Five catch a week. Yeah, he's, he's the number two there, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, sits, Lev Bell. I mean, I know he's he's probably going to be like James Conner this week and get it done for fantasy through the air a little bit, but I hate banking on running backs to give you points through the air. I want them to get rushing yards too and goal line opportunities, and I don't know if the Jets are going to sniff the goal line. So <laughs> Never know. Lev Bell is a definite sit for me. I mean, he's really all they got, though. So <laughs> he is, I'm not, but I have they, him in a league. I'm not sitting. Can him. they move it? All the defense has to do is focus on Lev Bell, and, and they're good. Pretty much, I, in my opinion. So I want to um, go in these bigger Mayfield as my sit. Is is Chris Herndon back this week? I think he was only suspended four games. Right? I thought uh, he's he's not on DraftKings anywhere. That's why I was wondering. Mm. Thought maybe it was a six. No, was it six yeah. weeks? Or no, is he back? Two days ago, the return of, of Chris Herndon, he he's, he's back. Uh, I don't know then. He's not he, on DraftKings. He might be super, super cheap. He's not on there. Not on there. Can <laughs> you search him? I, I searched him. He's not on there. So that's why I was wondering. Wow. Well, that's uh, that's dropping the ball. Yeah. I mean, if he's if he's playing this week, they drop the ball. I assume Golden Tate's available. Yeah, Tate's on there. Well, that's, that's strange. Mm, I believe Watson's on there. Let me check Watson. Ben Watson. He's back this week. Ben Watson's on there, so yeah, nice, huh? Okay, I'll uh, I'll give you another sit. Uh, two guys actually. Can I finish mine? Two for one. Go ahead. I <laughs> thought you were finished. It's hard to tell. Nah, I said I will sit Baker Mayfield this week against the Niners. They're only giving up 14 points to opposing quarterbacks, and it's in the West Coast. Their defense is really stellar. I don't see Mayfield being that great this week. 
They'll buy into the hype. I, I, I like him this week. I'm, I'm not afraid of Baker this week. I think the Browns, what they did last season was once they tasted a little bit of winning, that's when Baker plays really well. Browns mania is creeping back up a little bit. Baker's going to play Is well, that Monday? They play it Monday is night? Monday night. Yeah, I, I'm not sitting Mayfield this week. No, me neither. All of a sudden, everybody's back on Mayfield mania. Well, yeah. Yeah. Rightfully yeah. so. He's a good quarterback. I didn't he see is. any Browns hats last week. When they, they won, all of a sudden they're back in full force. That's what happens when you win. That's Jeez, what man. winning does. <laughs> Browns fans, about 7-9. Okay. So, are you done with Baker? <laughs> I guess I am. Get off of I him. I was done with him last year. <laughs> Get off of him. You're just a Baker hater. <laughs> I really not. That's the thing. Two and one on sits. Uh, Kenny Stills and Will Fuller, they're canceling each other out right now. Like neither one of them are having big games. They they have essentially the same stat line right now, and that's stills coming over a, what a game or two into the season. I don't like either one of those guys. Not now. Not soon. I think you can sit them both. DeAndre Hopkins is the only wide receiver I trust in Houston. Stills is a game time decision, so keep an eye on hmm. that. If he's out, I like Fuller. Maybe, this maybe week. Fuller. Yeah, a lot okay, of people are liking but, Fuller this week, but. Dude, he's he's gonna have the breakout. I talked about it last week. That's what week. I keep hearing about that. I'm tired I, of hearing it. I mean, it's he, like he's gonna do this. Like, he's is getting he? the targets though. He had six <laughs> last week, seven and last week before, seven week before that. He just hasn't hit the long ball yet. Watson but, overthrew him and Hopkins both last week on some long that both would have been touchdowns. So it's gonna connect. Question pertaining to a topic we talked about: Lev Bell or Frank Gore this week? Bell, Bell yeah. for me too. Even though I say sit him, I think he does enough. He, you've got a safer floor there almost because he is going to catch some balls. Gore's probably not. So, I mean, it's oh, listen, Philly's, Philly's defense isn't like <laughs> great or anything, no. especially their no. passing defense. So, no. I mean, it's Jets' offense is just really bad. It is. But is this, this is Fox, what, third, third week starting? So, I mean, he should, be getting, yeah, it should mean, be getting more comfortable at least. He? I mean, is, that, is it going to matter? No, I mean, they're not going to win. He's Luke Falk, he knows the playbook. That's I mean, he's getting he's getting so more comfortable. They're, Lynch. they're coming. <laughs> the only thing that they, it doesn't really worry me, but Darnold had most of the practice reps with the first team this week, so Falk missed out on that. So I mean, I, I but Bell should be safe to play this week. Mm, yeah, yeah I mean, he's, I was, he's probably good for at least five six catches this week. He might only have forty yards rushing, six catches forty. I mean, he could he could put up a hundred yards. He's still going to score in the teens. Yeah, I mean, it, I could see like a Dalvin Cook game of last week. The Vikings scored six points, and Dalvin still put up nineteen points PPR wise. Right. Yeah. I mean, so it's possible. I mean, Bell's, I think, puts up fifteen plus. Yeah, and, and my sit Bell suggestion is kind of based around the fact that you might have someone better to to put in place of him. Frank Gore is not the better no. that I'm that I'm putting in front of uh, Lev Bell. So, and you're welcome. Thanks for watching, Jay Kelly. Uh, Colt McCoy, I'll go ahead and get that out of the way since we're talking about guys that like Luke Falk just because they're starting. Washington basically said, "Screw it, we suck. Right? Let's roll Colt McCoy out. Don't start him. Don't don't <laughs> don't even don't even entertain the fact of start. You have start to be in bad shape. Start Luke Falk. Yeah, <laughs> over, over Colt McCoy. Not really. I, I don't. I probably would start. I'd I'd start Falk over McCoy. But if you're in that yeah. situation, God help you. God, hopefully you got make some moves. Kyle Allen. I see. Yeah, make some, some moves. Yeah. yeah, you should have bid on Kyle Allen or Minshew earlier, <laughs> yeah. right? Or Minshew. Gotta love Godna. 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 
Go ahead. That, someone with a sit. Have at it. Um, I'm going to go the Tennessee wide receivers. I'm not playing Davis. I'm not playing A.J. Brown. I'm not Buffalo's either. pass defense is too good. <laughs> yep. I agree 100%. I'll also sit Mariota this week. I 100% am sitting Mariota this week. Well, I was going to piggyback onto that because my tight end is, um, is like, it's weird to actually say sit Walker. But well, I mean, he had a bad game. He only had one Buffalo, catch last uh, week. Buffalo hasn't allowed more than 25 yards to a tight end this year. They're top notch, man. I mean, it's weird. It's like that's considered one of your tight end studs when there's not a lot of yeah. tight ends out Derek there. Derrick Henry's probably the only Titan I'd play this week. Right? Yeah, I'm comfortable with Derrick Henry because I, I do think the Titans. I do think the Titans will win that game, and I think it'll be with Josh Allen out. With, or with I don't. Henry. He hasn't been ruled out yet. No, I don't think. But no. if he doesn't play, I th- I think the Titans win. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's the. That's the uh, precursor. I, I don't think they can win with Matt Barkley. Yeah. Not consistently. I don't think he's terrible, but not consistently. I mean, if the defense plays absolutely lights out, I think Buffalo has a chance to win, but it's going to be low scoring. So, I mean, I don't think – there's not really anybody I'd really recommend. No. On either side, really. Yeah, really yeah. And to hit Jay Kelly up again real quick, he asks about Hunter Henry for future trade value. It's It's diminishing. Very diminishing. He's practicing, I, right? He is practicing. I'd get what I can. I mean, you, it's Jordan Reed situation. Mm-hmm. The guy can't stay on the field. If you can get something for him, I, I say get it. Uh, I'll drop another uh, sit. Josh Jacobs. Uh, the I bet. have him also. So. Yeah, I figured we all would. Honestly, I think it's I think it's very obvious to sit Josh Jacobs this week. The best any running back has done against the Bears is Royce Freeman, fifty four yards on the ground. I'm talking about rushing. I, I didn't go completely into detail of passing. But Josh Jacobs, he might be okay. He might score you 10, but chances are he's not going to rest yeah, for a lot. They're so. giving up three yards of carry to running backs. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, and, and I don't think – I do think the Bears are going to win this one pretty handily. That defense is just so good. It doesn't matter who's at quarterback for the Bears. They're, I'd be very shocked if the Raiders pulled up. I think Khalil Mack might have five sacks this week. He very well may. <laughs> it's very possible. I mean, going back to Oakland – I mean, they got rid of him. I just think he revenge game for him. I think he's going to be in there. So yeah, I think it could be a blowout. Even yeah. even in even he's on the road. Excited about it too. You even on the road, I think they could they could easily win that game. And Khalil Mack, he was asked about it, so he's yeah, of he's, course. he's pumped. Oh yeah, he's pumped. All right, somebody give me a sit. It's not the. This is kind of spicy, but I am going to Sterling Shepard. That's not it, that spicy. I mean, it's not the it's not the best matchup for him. Tate's obviously coming back, so there's going to be some target shares given up. It's like spicy nacho Dorito spicy. Right. And Vikings are top 10 in passing defense and total defense. It's like McDonald's hot sauce spicy. <laughs> oh, boy, you can't have that. It's too hot. Huh? It's too hot. It's not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's not hot at all. Like, when they ask hot or mild, I don't even know the difference after I eat it. Like, I don't. I just don't know. Okay, but the thing is, the Sterling Shepard, is, is he considered a stud as far as, like, you got to start him anyway? No, he's not a stud. Yeah. He, he's he's a he's a bye week guy in my right. opinion. Unless you're Den Carter, <laughs> I said, gotta I, start. I play against him this week, sadly. Well, hopefully you win. Yeah, but I, I, I would if you have hopefully. if you had the depth, I wouldn't be I wouldn't I wouldn't be afraid to sit Shepard this week. The matchup's not there for him. I'm neutral on it. I have no problem sitting him or starting him. I mean, I think he's again safe floor. I I, I think he'll score you ten, but depends on. Other guys on my roster. James Conner, I talked about earlier. Uh, he's coming off a game where he got pummeled. I don't like him. 
uh, against the Ravens. I know the Ravens got Chubbed on last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chubb went wild, but Connor barely came off the injury report today. So I, I'm just not feeling it. Jalen Samuels looking better than Connor. I'm just right. going to say that. Jalen Samuels looks better. Yeah. So I, I'm not comfy. It feels like he's playing better in our offense. The way it's like the checkdowns and stuff like that, short range stuff. Yeah. Well, James Connor hasn't looked good running the ball. No. Well, so, yeah. I mean, Josh McCarry showing that. Yeah. You if you can't run the ball very well, your your receptions are probably going to go down because they know it's coming. Like they're not worried about you running the ball, so they're going to cover you in the flat. I mean, he had eight catches last week. I know. I'm just – he usually does more <laughs> with those catches. What, do you have 30-some yards on him? 83 yards receiving and a okay, touchdown. Okay, fine. He, he, he had, a long, he had a, with a real long reception. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sitting him at all. <laughs> it all depends. Like, I, but odds I, are I'm not going to have anybody better on my bench to play over James Conner. So. But, yeah. Would you start him over Samuels? Well, yeah. 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 Samuels is like creeping up to him. I don't. He hasn't taken over or anything like right. that. But still, it's just dicey. I hate. It's so hard to keep track of some of these running back situations because Jalen Samuels getting more run this year than he did last year. So it, it just feels he's like talent, it's, he's a talented back. Feels I mean, like he's a do it all guy. Out. So yeah, it just feels like it's starting to even out a little bit. But I'll give you Ricky Seals Jones. That's not a barn burner, but he is the best uh, tight end currently in Cleveland. And he had a good week last week. Still cheap, too. Still cheap, but he's a sit for me. The Niners, over the three games they have played, they give tight ends nothing. <laughs> right. They give yeah. them nothing right now. So I'm not about to bank on Ricky Seals-Jones to be that guy that bucks the uh, the ways of the Niners right now. So Ricky Seals-Jones, I'd rather, I'd rather play Herndon. In if a heartbeat. He, if, if he's, he's playing, playing like, I, I mean, still couldn't find out if he was yeah. not suspended, but I guess there's an easy way to do that. You go to myfantasyleague.com, you pull up Chris Herndon. If it has an S by his name, he's suspended. If it doesn't, he's not. So I'll do that while do one that. of you give me a sit. I'll go. Um, this is more leaning towards DraftKings wise just because of the price and the possible limited. I'm sitting Melvin Gordon again this week. They say he's going to play. He's going to be limited. <laughs> Chris but Herndon suspended. <laughs> Five-game suspension. How often uh, do you see wow. those? Yeah, you don't yeah. see it. Anyways, keep going. Melvin Gordon, he's he's priced at 7000 still in DraftKings. And he's actually priced $300 more than Eckler this week. And that's stupid which is to me. stupid. That is. Yeah, and still, Eckler's still going to see more points. I mean, yeah. I, well, this week, I mean, they're playing Denver, who just let off 200-plus yards to Fournette. So I'm I'm not hesitating in playing Eckler, regardless of Gordon playing or not. But yeah, I'm sitting Gordon, especially in DraftKings. Well, Eckler put up good numbers when Gordon was there anyway. Yeah, I'm glad you yeah, guys he are talking did. about this because one of the guys watching the uh, stream asked, you know, what's what do you think about the Eckler situation? Where does it go from here? I mean, this week, I mean, it's it's going to be a week by week thing until Gordon's fully in the mix. But this week for sure, I have no concern playing Eckler. I mean, he, Eckler had better he had better yards per carry when. Yeah, when he was I there, mean, once Gordon better gets reception numbers here, and it might be next week. Here in a week or two or three, it, it the roles are going to reverse. But even like even like towards the end of other games, back in you know, back before the recent times, yeah. it's still Eckler saw plenty of touches. No, yeah, I mean Eckler's still going to be playable, and you know as the roles reverse, Eckler's price will drop on DraftKings. You know, Gordon seven thousand. It could it's probably going to be the lowest he's at this year, to be honest. 
because, I mean, he's going to be limited this week, and then mm-hmm. next week news will probably come out. He's going to play more, so his price will stay right around the same or maybe go up again. Depending on, I don't know who they play. So, But, yeah, I, I'm sitting Gordon. Kind of hard to sit him in, like, season-long redraft, depending on who you have, because I know if you have him, you're excited to get him back to play him. You've probably been throwing out some scrub first few weeks waiting for him to come back. <laughs> we don't want no scrubs. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have them, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Neil, who you got? It might be. I've been harping on the Vikings matchup, but I wouldn't play Daniel Jones this week either. A lot of people are still saying he should play him this week, but I don't see the numbers being there for that matchup. Yeah, it's a tough matchup for sure. Vikings have a pretty solid pass defense. Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes. The only thing that saves that matchup is if Kirk Cousins happens to throw a bunch of picks like in by their end zone. and Highly possible. Which is very possible. Very possible. And Jones capitalizes on that. Highly possible. I mean, they're, I mean, they're probably going to have to air it out. I mean, they're at home. They're probably going to have to air it out to hang with Minnesota. Cause I, I expect Minnesota to bounce back this week. I kind of, I kind of do. I just it, it's another one of those things like expect, Joe Mixon. I'm afraid to bank on it right now. Well, I think, I think Dalvin's going to bounce back this week. It, oh, so I mean, it Dal- might. Dalvin should. Yeah, he should. I just want to see a Cousins 300 yard game again. It could nice. happen, but I. <laughs> nah. I'm not playing. Going right. Yeah, I, yeah. they might I be know. knocking on the door for Bridgewater before long. Like, can we please have him back? <laughs> oh dear God! Or maybe Josh Rosen goes. To I just wonder how much Cole Pepper comes back. I just wonder how much longer the offensive coordinator lasts in Minnesota. If the, uh, probably not long. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking good. Look, the first couple of weeks they look good. They're running the ball and you know sailing along there. But seems well, like <laughs> seems like if they're in a tight game where they got to throw they can't do it what does no. Shane, Shane Crabtree think about this uh, he's <laughs> probably furious with it I, I, I am enjoying this week's uh, meme of the week which is Kirk Cousins at the gender reveal oh yeah throwing the three yard uh, <laughs> yeah almost missing it nearly so you know nearly throwing it in the soil instead of hitting his uh, <laughs> baby reveal box he don't want people to know what the dinner was. He got it, though. He got it. The blue powders, it, he he did it. He did it. Just like ITT Tech, if you remember those commercials, I, I did it. I did it, said Kirk Cousins. I did it. I'm, uh, I'm going to give you my last set of the week right now. I, for the first time, because I hate even saying the words, I don't, I don't like Gardner Minshew this week. Not at all. Huck's... Uh, Hux was talking about some of the shutdown pass defenses in the league. The Panthers, kind of under the radar, have shut down Deshaun Watson. They frustrated Kyler Murray. He didn't play great. They kept Jameis in check. I know that those last two quarterbacks aren't barn burners like Kyler, Jameis, but they do throw a lot. Yes, And the Panthers held them in check, and they also shut down Jared Goff in, in a pretty good offense. So... I don't really like the rookie Minshew against Panthers this week. I think he's going to have some problems. And that's another reason why um, Chark has been a popular sit also. Yeah, I actually have written down sit Jaguars wide receivers. So, yeah, the plays yep. right into that. Bada-bing, bada-boom. Bada-bing. Got another question. Is there a San Francisco or Kansas City back worth going after in a trade? No. <laughs> I don't trust it. No. Answer I is mean, no. I guess it depends on how cheap you can get them. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, depth is fine, but I mean, if going after means like, oh, I want this guy. I'm, uh, ooh, I gotta have me some Matt Breda. Ooh, gotta have me some Daryl Williams. 
no. no I mean, no. I, I like them. If I you honestly can get them cheap. wouldn't mind getting shady, but if you can get them cheap, but I'm not going to like pursue him. Darrell Williams. Uh, yeah, Darrell Williams looked good last week. Could he be? But, the, could he be the future in Kansas City? No. <laughs> I, he looks good. He looks good. He looks no, really he's not good. The future. <laughs> Never know. I know. Some Williams is going to play a lot. Some D Williams yes, is going to play. Yes, some D Williams will. Yeah, some D Williams is going to get a lot of carries. I don't know which one it'll be. Hux, you got a DFS report for us? Uh, You're going to say no. I mean, I've mentioned a lot of the DraftKings guys I like this week. I got a couple. Any that you didn't? I got a couple stacks I like this week. Oh, the that, Texans. That, that's good. That's perfect. The Texans Falcons game is going to be a popular stack, but I, it's hard to go against it because I love Watson, I love Hopkins, I love Julio. I, it's it's going to be popular, so you're going to have to, you know, go elsewhere to get lower percentage guys in there because they're all going to be high. I can eat a four dot stack. I mean, what what else are you playing? There's value out there. You know, you can like Curtis Samuel's like forty five hundred. You can play him. Larry Fitzgerald, I think he could have a good yeah, week. He's he, he's a possible start this week, as far as I like yeah, I starters. like Fitz this week. Kirk's yeah. out. Um, honestly, if you know, with Tate being so popular on DraftKings this week, if you want to go contrarian, you could go Keyshawn Johnson, exact same price, right? With Kirk out, I think Johnson could be a sneaky play this week. Um, I like the Bucks stack with Jameis and Godwin and Evans. Same. I'm all about that. It's Bucks still stack. it's not really going overlooked, but it's not going to be high owned by any means. And they're going to have to throw the ball. I mean, kind of ride. You got to kind of ride Jameis while he's hot right now. Unless uh, unless there's like a, some anomaly that they're going to get their points. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't. I mean, I know I know the way the Saints played last week. They shut down Dallas, but and I don't want to say Tampa's better than Dallas, but. They're gonna they're gonna throw the ball. I mean, I, <laughs> Jameis could have fifty attempts this week. I mean, if they're gonna have to, they're not gonna run the ball. No, Ronald Jones ain't gonna do anything. Peyton Barber's not gonna do anything. No, but um, and I like the other side of that game too. I like this. I like a Saints stack with Bridgewater, Thomas, and Thomas is insanely cheap on DraftKings this week with only sixty six hundred. Michael Thomas is? Yeah, yeah he's, Dude, he's, he's, he's and cheaper. Of course he's Nothing proje- but consistency. He's projected the second highest ownership, rightfully so, with that price. But well, yeah. And I like Kamara. He's the cheaper, not cheaper, but he's the lower owned out of the top four backs this week. So uh, Kamara should have a great week. He's only projected at 8%, and the other three around him price-wise are all projected like over 20%. So hmm. I'm going to go grab me some Kamara right now. <laughs> I'm um, pulling arms. And I know I, I mentioned sit Dak earlier, but looking at ownership projections, which you know plays into the whole thing of Green Bay's defense, but Dallas's offense outside of Zeke is not getting any love. So I mean that could be a, I can see that being a high scoring game, and I mean Zeke's not going to get all the scoring. I mean, so I mean that could be a contrarian low own play with him and Cooper and Gallup, but. I'm probably not playing it, but if I'm playing a lot of lineups, yeah. it might something I plug in. They got to be feeding Zeke this week, so yeah. I mean, they're gonna give him a chance to ba- to bounce back. Zeke should have 25 plus touches this week. He should. Should I agree? That's all I got for DraftKings. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Neil, anything you missed? Anything you want to add that you may not have got to talk about? That's a negative. I don't either. 
seven to eight arms uh i know you're you're listening out there do you want you want to do a quick uh call in you want you want to do that would that be some fun arms you want to do it i'll call you i'm not afraid we got a few minutes just call me if you're watching just call me he always wants to talk yeah we'll get 30 more minutes out of this show if arms calls real quick (laughs) i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you about uh, let's go 30 seconds arms if you call me within 30 seconds we'll we'll do it 30 29 28 27 are you gonna count dolly down to (laughs) i probably shouldn't you may talk while you wait yeah, tell tell some more DraftKings. Let's give Arms thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, um, just looking at the quarterbacks on DraftKings, you know the ownership's going to go to Watson and probably Matt Ryan, Dalton. Um, I really like Brady this week, and he's two hundred cheaper than Watson. I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, I, it, you never know with New England, but I really could see a four touchdown first half, and then they just run the ball second half, but. Brady's looking at under five percent ownership right now. It's that's crazy. It is crazy because just because the matchup's so good. But I mean, he's kind of getting overlooked for the you know the sexier matchup with Watson. Um, Lamar Jackson, safe place. He's highest priced this week, so I'm not really sure what his ownership's going to be. But he's he's a safe play. Kyler Murray, I, he should be a safe play too. How much is he? Yeah, he's, he's sixty three hundred. So and I like that range right there because Jameis is sixty two hundred. You know, I I wouldn't mind either one of those, but you know, it, it's really looking like Dalton, Watson, Matt Ryan's getting the ownership this week. Mm. Don't hate it. No, not at all. Uh, you like our, you like, you our, like Fournette? Arms isn't calling. Yeah, you like Fournette this week against Carolina. I mean, I know you don't like Fournette at all, but. <laughs> I don't just, hate him. The guys are getting consistent. I don't hate him. They're going to have to do something. I mean, they're they're going to have to do something. I don't I don't hate him. For a guy getting you know 20 plus touches a game, coming off a 200 plus game, he's still only priced 6400. That's you'd think he'd be priced up with some of the higher guys, but I I think they're still priced too low. I agree. He might be the only guy that does something on that team. He could truth all right i'm good you guys good yeah i'm good that's all i got hopefully uh people watching the stream got some questions in i hate to interrupt every five seconds to do questions but at the same time i really enjoy questions yeah i enjoy the questions yeah me too so thanks for bringing them check in every friday 9 30 uh, p.m on friday we usually stream yeah, we get together at 9 30 we usually uh do the live stream about 9 45 9 50 so, you know, tap the bell on YouTube, tap the bell on Twitch, and watch and yeah, ask. On Twitter, you know, if you just tag, Twitter, tag yeah. us on there, we'll get the questions even before the show. You can tag us anytime. Absolutely. You, you can send us uh, private messages. That's fine. Instagram, same thing. Basically, every platform. You can get a hold of us, ask questions. We'll help you out as much as we can. Or we'll, uh, we'll hurt you. Or we'll hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> Just depending. You know, we miss sometimes. We'll give you our honest opinion. Might help, might hurt. Might help, I mean, might hurt. Like anymore, it's like 
They'll, they'll come to me anymore. Like Calvin Ridley screwed me and everybody else. So. Yeah, we've been Cal- we me and Arms have been banging the table for Calvin Ridley too, and it's just he's just it's just not going well. So, but follow us on Twitter at the Back Row Show. You can follow us individually. All you got to do is go on there. You can all of us are retweeting tweets from the Back Row and posting on the Back Row, so you can follow us individually. We uh, have a Facebook page. You can follow there, Instagram as well. Uh, just search Back Row Fantasy Show. That's simple. So go follow us on there. If you want to listen to exclusive content, sign up at Red Circle. We'll put that link on our Twitter again and pin it right after I upload the episode tonight. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys on Wednesday because I've started releasing a uh, primer, IDP primer. Every Wednesday should drop in the evening every single Wednesday. IDP updates uh, as to who you should grab on the waiver wire, who's ascending, who's descending. Uh, Only a 15 to 20 minute show. So when you see IDP primer in the description of the episode, just know that's a short one with just me. And then on Friday nights, and they usually release Saturday, Friday night, like 12, one o'clock in the morning. But you see that Friday slash Saturday show, that's, you know, at least a three man show. So there you go. Check it out. Check out the IDP primer. If you want a Thursday night football primer or anything like that, just let us know. We'll get it done. Thanks for listening. Barks out. See you. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening. And be sure to give us a review.